I do like that Nacho Mama lady. That worked. <laughs> She's my God. Well, I love the Wait fact a minute, that you she think felt free to comment. I love. Y'all think we're doing that in this? Forget it. <laughs> well, at this age, I've been in the heat. Even that wouldn't help. Well, we're on a moving planet, that's, so it's not happening here at this point. Oh, boy. <laughs> right? Yeah. You'll be lucky if it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, if this is information you can use in your life, we're make really sure... <laughs> <laughs> make sure to like, subscribe, and follow This Is True Really News. Mm-hmm. Coming up today, by the way... Our granddad. That's it? That's the only hint I'm going to give you. If that that's isn't, not, if that's not enough to pique your more, interest, I don't know what I like to do. Coming up today, tomorrow. Coming up a Who lot cares? later today, tomorrow. You know, yeah, I like that. In any case, please like, subscribe, and follow This Is True Really News. We're trying to grow the audience, and we'd like to thank those of you who've commented and, and uh, checked in recently. If you find a story you think we should cover, TITR at netradio.network. We're mostly trying to just dumb down everyone so that the New World Order can make it easier. That's right. And if we aren't dumb, we're nothing. Yeah. What? This Is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. All right. Where were we? You were doing a story. I haven't read this story. I got the, I, this came from my lovely sister-in-law. Oh, Michelle Saluki. Yeah. No, Fenici. Is it Fenici? Fibonacci. It's Fanuki. Fibonacci. I just call her Michelle. My kids still call her Shell half the times, which is kind of cute because that's what they called her when they were little. Oh, that's nice. Where was I now? Yeah, well, now they're old. It sounds weird. (laughs) I haven't read this because I just checked my emails. Yeah. Because. So we're counting on her taste here. Yeah. Michelle, you messed this one up. You're out of the family. Yeah, that's the one that's going to be tossed. (laughs) Can you hear the crying and whining about the possibility? No. A team of European scientists has successfully decoded a pig's emotions. There's so many lines to use right there. After analyzing over 7,000 acoustic recordings of grunts from over 400 pigs, researchers have become the first in the world to decode pig grunts into identifiable emotions. Yes, they are recognizable across a diverse array of conditions and life stages. Weinstein's lawyers have just filed another brief with the court. <laughs> By the way, the uh, the sizzling noise would be an end-of-life stage. <laughs> right? They can. Uh, <laughs> University of Copenhagen, ETH Zurich, and... France's National Research Institute of Agriculture, Food, and Environment are all authors of this thing. They say the findings can help improve pig and animal welfare all over the world. Because, honestly, I didn't know pig welfare was, I don't know, off. Well, you know, know, what about those uh, swimming pigs in Peru? They're, dude, they're on a beach. They're swimming. Right. How but you bad could, can it be? But you'd like to know if one of the little piglets is not doing well. And so you take the squeal and you go, oh, that one's not feeling comfortable being in the water. Oh, I'd better go get it. Shut up now. Okay. 
But anyway, scientists recorded sounds in both commercial and experimental situations. You know, like when a pig's out shopping, when he's in the lab <laughs> conducting experiments, those kind of things. When his hoofs are getting shined. You know, they still have that. And I suppose in some places there are still hoof shiners. You know, well, it's the hoof shiner's shire. It's hoofshire. So anyway, the findings regarding the extreme ends of the emotional spectrum, that of happiness and sadness, are already notable, they say, but study authors say they were really fascinated by what they discovered regarding the more subtle nuanced emotions. Like jealousy? Yeah. Clear difference in a pig call when he looks at a positive and negative situation. In the positive situations, they say the calls are far shorter, with minor fluctuations in amplitude. That's volume for those of us who don't speak amplitude. Yeah, good, because I didn't know what it was. You did, too. Uh, Shut up. You by tra- taught by, that by in training, broadcast by- school. And how old are we going to be? 65. How old were we when we got out of broadcast school? 19? Were we 19? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, we were. We were. Oh. So, um, yeah, I've forgotten that years ago. <laughs> there are three. <laughs> who are you again? <laughs> And why am I here? <laughs> Grunts, more specifically, begin high and gradually go lower in frequency. So if you listen for that or your computer algorithm listens for that, you'll know if your critters are having a good time. I'm not sure I want to know if they're having that good a time. You know, I'm looking at this and it's all just random. This is like a study study. <laughs> it's like real scientists and everything. Yeah, I was just looking for a chart of stuff that we could make fun of. Unlike the... Uh... You know, oh, look, there's a cow. Guys. Maybe they've done that with cows. <laughs> oh, boy, I can hardly wait. Uh, oh, here we go. Research in the emotional state of animals is relatively new. You know why? Because up until 20 years or so ago, we had important things to do. It wasn't oh. the funding. Follow the money. Right to the federal government, I'm guessing. Yeah. Isn't that, don't they fund everything now? Uh. They and George Soros, right? Hmm. Lovely. And, and what's his name? To see that uh, Hungary actually uh, said to pass, I think it was a law that George Soros had to quit tampering with their elections. <laughs> well, crap. What's he going to do in late afternoon now? Uh, the U.S. Uh, that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, he's find another. Yep. What are you doing now? I'm fiddling with Argentina. Uh, who do you want to be elected there? Where was I? Oh, anyway, if you read scientific reports, you can read all the nuances and studies of why we know now that pigs are happy or sad. Yay. And yet men can't tell when women are. And women won't tell. Yeah, they will. They'll say it's fine. Yeah. What's the matter? when you should stop moving, breathing, speaking. Back slowly away and for God's sake, don't make eye contact. A granddad who was thought to have been cremated almost a decade ago has been discovered alive and well. Well, that's a kick in the dust. Yeah. Zhuo Kangluo was identified by authorities last week after his grandson. What? His being alive. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, his grandson recognized him on a missing persons poster. Why? Oh, I've got quite so many questions. The elderly Chinese gentleman had refused to answer any questions from investigators before a DNA test showed a clear match with his brother, confounding a family who had spent years believing he was dead. 
Mr. Kangluo's remar remarkable tale began when he fled a care home back in 2014, with relatives and villagers reportedly mistakenly identifying him with a body found by a roadside in the area shortly afterwards. The body of the person now known not to be Zhuo was cremated shortly afterwards. Authorities are now looking to establish the identity of the cremated person, according to China News Network. And so it's like, there's got to be something in here. You see a tattoo or something? Where? These guys are going to be going on like archaeologists. Wow. Right? You guys want to call it? You got to talk to the folks who did the pig study. Yeah, there you They're go. They're really good at discerning itty bitty teeny weeny thing. Out of out of yeah. basically wow you know and what if you know some of it got lost <laughs> it's dust anyway what are they what happens if they just add water i mean you get money reconstitute them doesn't work like that no mm. nice try though okay maybe in the cartoons or the National Health Service. The <laughs> National Park Service advised park advised park goers facing bear attack to quote not push a slower friend down. You may have guessed that. Wait, 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 wait. That's no yeah. wives' tale. Let me tell you here, pal. That, that works. Prompting the back and forth with other social media users, and for once, most people didn't lose their minds. Oh, good. The service tweeted, if you come across a bear, never push a slower friend down, even if you feel the friendship has run its course. <laughs> I love that. That is just seeing seeing a bear in the wild is a special treat for any visitor. While it's an exciting moment, it's important to remember that bears in national parks are wild animals and can be dangerous. This is the part I think most of us forget because, well, we're idiots. Yeah. And they went on to be very careful because as spring arrives and snow melts, bears get more, shall we say, active. Mm, and they got to eat. Got to eat. They're looking for coffee and some cereal. I'm telling the tweet, you. The tweet had 5.4 million views as of last Wednesday. <laughs> Doug Jones right back. Thank you. I'd be the slower friend. Jeff Brown writes, okay, but what if the bear looks real hungry? Yeah, Don't right. they deserve a little snack as a treat? That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, sure. You're going to push over your short friends. Way to go, Jeff. But here's Size. my problem. He's obviously I, a heightist. I can't run. <laughs> so see, there would be you don't even have to push me over, just run. Yeah, I can't. Both of you us are dying. If we're together, come on, there, we have to run. I can't run. <laughs> I can't run. How about you? Well, all right, we'll do let's do rock, paper, scissors, lizard, spock to find out who does this. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, lizard, spock? I'll teach it to you later. Okay, very good. Big right. bang theory. Okay. Mad lab scientist responded, what if they consider me a friend, but I just consider them an acquaintance? <laughs> then could I push them in front of said bear? Yeah. Asking for an acquaintance. <laughs> oh, this see, is why you I always pictured, take new friends. I, I love this in the park service. Friendships are special, but they don't happen by chance. It takes effort and trust to build a lasting friendship. Good luck. There you go. Oh, that's cute. Whoever's doing that is cute. I do. Yeah, but I would see, I would be so afraid to do that because in this oh, yeah. day and age. Oh, yeah. Nobody has a sense of humor. Some would, and they would take it seriously. Imagine the poor that, bear if he choked on one of your bones. I and, mean, you know, then soon NBC would be running story on people pushing bears in front of slow people or no slow people in front. Either way, 
Yeah, it'd be really strong to push the bear, though. Well, or really hyped up. Remember the girl with the bear on the wall? Going after her dogs, and she went over there and just shoved the mama bear off the oh, wall. Oh, that's right. Push the bear away. <laughs> get, get out of here. And the bear's going, what the heck? This usually just suppose, works. Well, the bear, just suppose when the adrenaline wears off, going, what the hell? <laughs> what was I thinking? Next time, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> so way back in 2021. Way back was a machine, by the way. Um, yes, it was. For us old timers. A man named Sajid, thought to have died in a plane crash 45 years earlier, Left relatives stunned. Stunned, I say. When he returned from the dead. The 70-year-old left his hometown, oh boy, of Shastamkata. Yeah, Shastamkata in India in October. So it'd be like um, Bamboo Bird. <laughs> Bamboo Bird, yeah. Uh, in October of 1976 to support his family by working in the Persian Gulf. Disaster struck when one of the engines of his Indian Airlines flight from Bombay to Madras caught fire, killing Mumbai, 95 sure. people. Huh? Sorry, I'm I'm coming You're up just... with other Indian names. Oh, sure. Mumbai, sure. Yeah. Bombayville. <laughs> oh. Sajid's parents, four sisters, yes. and three brothers believed he was among the dead. But in reality, he traveled to Abu Dhabi. Do. Where he got a job promoting Indian culture overseas and organizing screenings of Malayan movies. And apparently never sent anybody a cent. Or, you know, mentioned that he was... Yeah. You, know. dead. <sighs> you guys hire dead people? Yeah. Listen, would you hire me? Because they think I'm... So I could, you know... This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.